and welcome to the Brillando Juntas podcast, a space for empowering healthy minds. I am your host and your healing sis, Ev. I'm an Austin-based mental health therapist, and I'm here to guide you and empower you in your own healing journey. Join me every week for soul healing talks as I will share wellness tips to live in your most confident, self-loving, and self-accepting era. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you are here today because today is our very first full length episode and I'm so happy that you are here joining me and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please make sure that you do so. I will be uploading new episodes every Thursday and so you don't want to miss out. So make sure that you subscribe. Today, we are going to be talking about five things that I wish I knew before starting my healing journey. And in my last episode, I shared that I started therapy in 2020 for the first time in my life. And I was 26 years old and I truly didn't know anyone that had gone to therapy or at least I had talked about going to therapy. Reflecting back on a couple of years ago, I don't think that mental health was such a huge topic of conversation, especially on social media like it is now. Now there is so much information out there, which can be a good and a bad thing because there is a lot of information that is being shared that is sometimes not... Um, reflective of what you need to work on in the moment or that it can be misconstrued as well. And so that is something that we have to be mindful about. But overall, there is a lot more information around mental health and how to seek mental health and prioritizing your mental health, which is super good and super important. And when I look back at when I was starting my healing journey and starting therapy, there wasn't a lot of information out there. And I felt so lost. I didn't know how to get started. I had no clue where to even begin. At that time, I was going through a really hard breakup and When you go through a breakup, you can feel so lost and honestly, you might even go through a bit of an identity crisis because when you are in a relationship with someone, you make a lot of decisions in consideration of another person and you also take on this identity this role of a partner and so when that relationship ends you then have to redefine what your life will look like outside of being a partner and so At that time, I knew that I needed some support and some guidance around how to navigate this. 
and some support around rediscovering myself. I was pretty much going through an identity crisis at the time. And I was fortunate enough to have insurance. And actually, one of my friends had told me about the website psychologytoday.com. And they have a filtering system where you can filter by insurance. So it will only show you therapists that take your insurance. And also, you can filter by issues or topics that you want to work on. And at the time, I had selected that I wanted to work on relationship issues and also, I think, identity issues. But it became so much more than that. I had selected relationship issues because I knew that that was an area that I wanted to work on, especially after you go through a breakup. You want to learn a little bit more about, you know, why things went wrong or a little bit more about like what you could have done differently. And so my mindset going into therapy was like, okay, let me figure out a little bit more about my part that I play in relationships and understanding how I can move towards more of a healthy relationship. But it just became so much more than that. If you have ever done therapy or if you're currently in therapy, you know that you start to dig deeper into like your childhood. And truly digging deeper into like where your behaviors stem from, where they come from in the first place. And so I ended up learning so much more about myself when initially I was going to therapy to learn more about relationships, but little did I know that I was going to be learning about myself and like reflecting about where, you know, all of my behaviors come from and things that I needed to unlearn around behaviors that no longer serve me. Reflecting back on my previous way of thinking, I used to want to, with the best intentions, help, want to help others move towards their own healing journey. And I would want to almost like encourage others to go to like therapy. And, you know, now I know that that is not my responsibility. Like you cannot change another person. You do not have control over anyone else's behavior nor are you responsible for anyone else's behavior except your own. And so I had wasted so much energy and so much time trying to give advice to others and, you know, hope that others would change. And I decided to take that energy back into myself. And I was like, you know what? let me actually go to therapy and let me actually learn about myself because at the end of the day, I cannot control anyone else but myself. And other individuals, they have that choice if they want to change or not. And I get to choose if I want to participate 
in their behaviors or not. And so that was something that was also very eye-opening to me when I started therapy. And so the first thing that I wish that I knew before starting my healing journey is that changes are not going to happen overnight. You need to practice patience. I share this with my clients and I've also through my own journey have learned that healing is not linear. Your healing journey is going to look different every day and it's going to look different at every state in your life. And when you think about healing, it's often the beginning of getting to know yourself better. I think there's this big misconception that like, oh, I've healed, like I've arrived at a destination. And really, it's a journey. It's like a lifelong journey. And I truly feel like it's a part of like the human experience that we get to learn, unlearn, we get to heal, we get to be on this journey, right? And so the first thing that we have to know is that we have to be patient with everything that we are learning about ourselves. And this takes time, especially if you're doing a lot of unlearning, it takes a lot of time. And if you choose to start therapy, the process of choosing a therapist is something also that requires a lot of patience. It's it's like dating. You are finding someone who is going to support what you want to work on, support your needs, and someone that's a good fit, that you're going to feel comfortable with, that you're going to vibe, that your personalities are going to mesh well And so it takes time for you to establish rapport and to build trust, right? We call it building a therapeutic alliance. So you have to practice patience with even finding therapy or starting therapy in the first place. You also need to practice patience because you have to let go of expectations of what healing should look like or giving yourself a time frame for when you should be healed by. Again, it's not a destination. And again, healing does not look a certain way. A lot of the times, individuals might think that if they are healing, that must mean that they're not going to feel certain emotions or that they're not going to have any more problems, which couldn't be further from the truth. Another misconception is that when you start therapy, that all of your problems are going to be solved or that you're going to be fixed. And that's not the case at all. And so you have to let go of those expectations and you have to be patient and show up for yourself and be willing to learn, right, about yourself. It's a learning process. So that is one of the things that I wished I knew that I needed to practice patience before starting this journey. The second thing that I wish that I knew was that I would need to practice giving myself grace. When you start your healing journey, you get to learn so many things about yourself 
that you didn't know before. And you also get to learn new things about your environment, your support system that you may not have realized they were doing. You get to realize characteristics about your caregivers that maybe you hadn't noticed before. And there are going to be things that you don't like about yourself or that you don't like about others in your support system. And one of the most important things that we can do is reflecting in a non-judgmental way. And so what I mean by this is looking back at certain things that maybe we don't like about ourselves or that we don't like about others. And we use that information to make changes about the future instead of reflecting and then judging ourselves and judging other people that becomes unproductive because that is not going to change what happens in the future. We can reflect on things and say, you know what? I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. And so therefore, I'm going to be more mindful about how I navigate that. That's how we can reflect in a more non-judgmental way. Also, you need to practice grace because as much as you are making progress, you're not always going to get it right. Some of our old habits are going to creep back in and that's okay because we have been doing the same thing, the same patterns for long. So, It takes time for us to unlearn some of those things. So give yourself permission to mess up and to fail. That's the only way that we learn. The important thing is that you are doing it better than the last time. So make sure that if there is something that you maybe messed up on that you that you're working on, right? Make repair with if you if you need to make repair with another person if you need to make repair with yourself right if it's something that you're working on with yourself make repair and move on do it better every single time the goal is improvement it's not perfection that's unrealistic so give yourself a ton of love a ton of grace because healing is not easy right? If it was, we would all be walking in our most best heel version of ourselves, but we know that's not the case. We are working along individuals that need, honestly, a lot of healing. So the third thing that I wish that I knew before starting my healing journey is that you will have to get comfortable with feeling your emotions and Therapy is very well known for feeling worse before you feel better because, let me tell you why, a lot of the times we're going around suppressing our emotions because somewhere along the way in our lives, we have learned that processing emotions or like feeling emotions is not a good thing. And so therefore our urge is to suppress them. When you go to therapy, all of those emotions that you have suppressed come to the surface. And guess what? Now you have to deal with them. 
And so feeling your emotions ends up being a lot of heavy work and processing. But the good thing is that processing your emotions is good because it allows you to move through your emotions. It allows you to feel more free and more empowered. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck. Emotions are meant to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And when we suppress our emotions, we're actually interrupting that process and we're actually making our emotions worse. We're intensifying them when we're suppressing them and it keeps us in this stuck place. And so when we get to process through our emotions, we get to move through all that. And funny enough, looking back at like the way that I grew up and like my beliefs about emotion, I grew up right in the Latino culture where it's very common to like not express your emotions, not show your emotions because you have to be quote unquote strong. Well, guess what? Processing your emotions actually takes a lot of courage and requires you to be strong. And suppressing your emotions is easier because you become avoidant. You're in an avoidant state. And so processing emotions actually makes you a healthier individual. And it allows you to move through life like more freely. And honestly, it allows you to flow with ease. And so that is something that I wished I knew a long time ago, getting comfortable with feeling my emotions. The fourth thing that I wish that I knew before starting my healing journey is that you will have to get comfortable with being vulnerable and asking for help. This is very similar to the other one because asking for help is something that I was so uncomfortable doing again because I grew up in this environment of like you have to do everything by yourself and you have to be strong and you have to be independent and so I was so uncomfortable asking for help and being vulnerable in front of others and so when I started my healing journey I really learned how to lean on my support system and I saw how much of a difference it made in my life. Some of my friendships got stronger because of this and something that my therapist told me that I'll never forget is that reciprocity is so important in relationships. She said think about how good it feels to be there for your friends and to support them and to get to do that right it's part of like what having a friendship means she said well your friends want to feel the same way they want to be there for you they want to support you you need to allow them to support you you need to allow yourself to be supported and loved by your friends and that was something that was so hard for me to do and so challenging but it's only because somewhere along my life I learned that my needs were not important so to allow others to support me just felt so contradictory to everything that I had learned and so 
I had to do a lot of unlearning. I had to be very uncomfortable, but I did it because I knew that I wanted to start healing and that's what was required for me to be in an uncomfortable place. I could very well continue to do the same thing, but I will continue to get the same results. Uh, I was actually trying to do something different for once. And so I decided to make some changes that have just been so transformative in my life now. The fifth thing that I wish that I knew before starting my healing journey is that you have to keep an open mind. The older that I get, the more I realize that I don't know anything. Sometimes I think that I got it all figured out and then I realize that it's not the case. And that's okay. I am certain that when I'm older, like my future self is going to look back at my current present self and will think like, oh my gosh, there's so much more things that you have no idea that you're going to learn, that you're going to have to unlearn, things that I just like don't even know that I need to work on yet. And honestly, that's okay. I am okay with that because it's part of the process. And it's actually something that is exciting to be able to continue to be on this journey and work towards and know, right, that life is a continuous learning process as part of the human experience. And the nice thing is that you get to take one learning experience into the next learning experience and you do it better every time. If you do find yourself going back to old patterns or old habits, recognize that, right? Acknowledge, be mindful that you are in that place. And it's like a video game. You're not going to go to the start, right, of the game. You're going to go where you last left off. And from there, right, we can continue to try to do new things to get to the next level of our experience in life. And so you have to make sure, right, that you keep an open mind. And an open mind is so important for growth. I get it that having a fixed mindset provides you with security and it allows you to feel safer. But at the same time, it keeps you stuck and it keeps you in a place where you're not growing. And so... As challenging, as destabilizing as it might feel to have an open mind, it's exactly what is needed to allow us to grow and live more effortless. So just to recap, the five things that I wish I knew before my healing journey was that changes are not going to happen overnight. You have to practice patience. That's number one. Number two, give yourself grace. Number three, you will have to get comfortable with feeling your emotions. Number four, you will have to get comfortable with being vulnerable and asking for help. Number five, you have to keep an open mind. So that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, 
or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Evie Speaks. Thanks again, and I will talk to you next time.